here's a few things you should know about me. I like to watch TV, especially in the colder, rainy months of the year here on the Oregon coast. I've been an avid gardener for the past few years. I also love to dive into the stories that showcase people working and thriving in their element of showing their creative ideas, their creative journey and processes. I love the why and how of creativity. When you combine all these interests, I'm in my happy place. One of my favorite TV shows is called Growing Florette on the Magnolia Network. I've been a fan and customer of Florette for years. When I heard that one of the first shows to be produced on the Magnolia Network would be about the Florette Flower Company, I was really excited. Season two came out earlier this year, and so of course I had to go back and watch both seasons, and each season only has about four episodes, sadly, so it didn't take long. This time, however, I took notes, and I mean a lot of notes, and had lots of thoughts and ideas and inspiration that I took from those episodes. And I really took them to heart and because they really spoke to who we are as business owners, what type of businesses we want, what types of businesses we're growing and cultivating, and all through watching a TV show. thought that's pretty cool. I also got a lot of inspiration about what I want to try to grow in my garden for next year. So today we're going to dive into three business lessons from the TV show Growing Florette. Hello there, and welcome to the Sela Entrepreneur Podcast, where we take a look at doing online business a little differently for women over 50. I'm your host, Marta Gertsen, entrepreneur and business owner since 2008, and for far too long, I struggled with trying to figure out what I wanted to be when my business and I grew up. I was tired of buying all the courses and downloading all the freebies, all in the hope that the answer I was longing for would suddenly appear. Turns out, clarity doesn't come in an instant. It's a journey of discovery and finding answers layer by layer. As I took action, I learned what type of work I really love to do, who I had fun serving, and the problems I love to help them solve. That clarity gave me the confidence to start designing a simple, sustainable business that I could steward well, and I'd love to help you do the same. If you're ready to find the clarity you're longing for, then you're in the right place. Let's take this journey of discovery together. not a girly girl. My favorite articles of clothing usually are jeans, t-shirt, and a comfy, comfy flannel or sweatshirt. And being here on the Oregon coast, a flannel shirt or a sweatshirt works pretty much year-round. Pink is not a favorite color. I do not enjoy getting dressed up and going anywhere fancy. Give me a campfire, hot dogs, or great tacos from a taco truck, and I'm pretty happy. But things change when it comes to flowers. As a photographer, I love to photograph, photograph all sorts of flora and fauna. And when I can capture the, a beautiful rose or a beautiful flower in the lens of my camera, I'm thrilled. When I can see the beauty of flowers growing in my garden, I am, I'm excited. And uh, sadly, or not so sadly maybe, each year my dreams of a cutting garden grow. And often my vision is way bigger than my space or my ability. And so I'm not there yet, but I am getting there. I'm saying all that and explaining all that because I want you to know that this episode is going to be a little bit different. I want to share with you what I've been learning after and thinking about after watching each episode of Growing Florette. These are questions that I'd love to share with you and have you think about and how they apply to your business. These are thought-provoking questions that at times fight against what we see in our social media feeds and hear being shouted from the rooftops about the best way to do business. And personally, I like that, to build and grow a business that works for me, for you to build a business that works for you, 
There's a lot of advice floating around, floating around out there on the internet and the interwebs that is not going to work for me or for you. We need to learn to think for ourselves and ask the hard questions and ask, does this fit? Does it not? Does this align with my values? What, what doesn't work? Let's dive into these three lessons. Lesson number one, soil is everything. Florette founder Aaron Benzikeen says healthy soil is everything to a farmer. It's the lifeblood of the farm and directly impacts the quality of what is grown and produced. When I heard her say that, the phrase garbage in, garbage out came to mind. This applies to you and your business as well. And these are some questions I think you should ask. What are you letting into your mind, your heart, and your inbox? Is what you're letting in helping you build a healthy soil to grow your business in? Are you nourishing and taking care of yourself physically, emotionally, and mentally so you can show up and serve without burning yourself out? How are you nurturing potential clients and your current clients? How are you establishing healthy boundaries and working with your clients or even with your own work habits? Erin said, Planting flowers in balanced soil produces healthier, hardier plants that can stand against pests and diseases. When we are creating healthy boundaries and taking time to rest and recover to nurture our clients, we are building up resistance as people, as business owners, to handle the stressful times when they arrive. And we're also building sustainable businesses that can handle the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. Erin also mentioned that powdery mildew, aphids, bugs, Lack of good bacteria in the soil stresses out plants so they cannot produce a good seed crop. To improve our soil, we need to give a boost of nutrients that help build the health of our soil for us, for our clients, and for the longevity of our businesses. Here are a few questions to think through regarding this first lesson. What is stressing you out in your business? Is that stress leading to issues in your business that is causing you not to produce at the level you want to serve at? Are high levels of stress impacting your health and quality of life? What do you need to thrive as an entrepreneur? Are there things you need to change or things that you need to get clear about regarding the work you do, the business you are creating, the business owner you are becoming and want to become? Are you preparing and offering good soil to your clients through your marketing in the products and services you provide? If you want to not just survive but thrive in your business, You need to look at the soil you are cultivating for your business. Lesson number two, am I growing the business I want? In one episode, Aaron asked, am I creating the business I would want to own? I thought that was a very interesting question. Florette has gone through its fair share of growing pains. They were already a thriving and growing before COVID hit, but once COVID hit, the interest in gardening and producing beauty in backyard gardens grew exponentially. She said two very poignant things. When the world was falling apart, people sought out beauty. And also, she said that in dark times, beauty matters even more. If we are building long-term, sustainable, and simple businesses, we are seeking out beauty in a different way than a flower, but I think the goal is similar. There is beauty in simplicity. There is beauty in serving our clients in deep and meaningful ways and watching what we do have a positive impact in the lives of those we serve. There is beauty in doing the work we are good at and really enjoy. Are we pursuing simplicity and beauty? Are we pursuing and doing that type of work? Or are we lost in the work that pays the bills, sort of, and stresses us out? 
which in turn leaves us vulnerable to the hills and valleys of entrepreneurship, economic shifts, or even the change in the algorithms of our marketing channels. So when it comes to knowing what are you and asking the question, are you building the business you would want to own? Let's ask these questions. Do you feel blessed by the work you are doing? Or are you sacrificing yourself to do work you don't like? Or are you sacrificing yourself by doing the work you do love, but without those healthy boundaries? And either way, is it worth it? Are you creating a business you would want to own? If not, what would a business you would love to own look like? What kind of work would you be doing? What type of clients would you want to work with? Are you working in your strengths and what you love to do, or are you trapped by the work you are good at but no longer enjoy? In one of the episodes, Aaron said, I want to make a big impact overall, but does it have to be this go big or go home type of thing? And I think that's an important question we should all ask. And I don't think this refers to playing small or dreaming big. And honestly, myself included, too many of us play small and hide. Because we do get to control our rate of growth. We do get to control how many clients we take on. We do get to control how many social platforms we are going to show up on. We get to control how many webinars we attend, freebies we download, courses we take, and coaching programs we join. And we do get to control who and what we allow into our inbox. Because what we allow in impacts our thinking, our inspiration, and often the way we do business. And the question I think you should ask is, are you growing the business you want? Lesson number three, get clear on what you sell or offer. And this includes getting clear about the mission, vision, and purpose of your business. Getting clear on your why and your values. At one point, Florette had a dilemma when it came to a large project they had taken on. And it was growing Dahlia tubers. It ended up being a monumental project and kind of one of those go big or go home type of decisions. They could see that if they wanted to become distributors and sellers of these Dahlia tubers, that it was going to be a costly endeavor, and they really had to decide, do we go all in, or we just completely back out and take the loss? And they had to ask themselves, do we really want to be that big in the Dahlia world? And that decision was made even harder because it was a flower that they really loved. In the end, they decided not to take it on and gave the amazing tubers that they had grown to smaller flower farms who would now have the opportunity to do amazing things with these tubers, grow beautiful flowers, and share them with their their customers. Erin said she realized, I didn't need to sell them. I just needed to find them homes. I needed to listen to myself to remember the simplicity of the mission of Florette, which is to get more flowers out into the world. Returning to the core of why you do what you do is so important. Here are a few questions you should ask yourself. What are you called to do? What has been laid upon your heart? How are you going to do that work? The services you're offering, do they fit into the mission and vision and purpose of your business? What you're offering and what you're doing, is it helping to build healthy soil for you and your business, or is this a distraction, a bright, shiny object? Another big question Aaron and Team Florette had to ask and get really clear on is if they were a cut flower grower or a seed producer. Erin's flower farmer journey started out as selling in her backyard on just a couple of acres and then starting to sell those as bouquets and farmer's markets and to different grocery stores. In the evolution and the growth of her business, they did move from selling cut flowers and doing uh, 
webinars and trainings on how to become cut flower gardeners into becoming seed producers. Selling flowers was one way to get more flowers into the world, but as the farm and the business got to a place where they could see ways to increase the size and breadth of their mission, and that is to get more flowers into the world, they decided to start producing seeds that others could grow flowers from and then share in their neck of the woods. Selling flowers or being a seed producer, these are two different businesses. These are two different processes, different messaging in their marketing and on their website and different parts of their overall mission. To keep the simplicity of their vision clear, they had to get, make decisions about who they were as a business and who they were going to be and where they were going to put their time and attention. So I want to ask you, are you clear on what you sell and offer or are you confusing yourself and your clients by offering too many products and services? A few closing thoughts. In episode two of the second season, Erin said something that, again, I had to just pause the show and write down. She said, just be th because things are not going the way you wanted doesn't mean you're on the wrong path. The hard times can make you better, stronger, and more resilient. Failure is not bad. It's opportunity. Failure is beautiful. She was referring specifically to a failed crop of one of her favorite flowers, sweet peas. They had a large patch of diseased flowers that were the, that disease was spreading and starting to threaten the other the, the other patches of growing flowers around that diseased patch. And they had to make a really hard decision and heartbreaking decision, really, to dig up that entire diseased patch. This was as part of a special project. They were developing a new variety of seeds that they wanted to offer in their online seed store. So digging up that flower patch put that seed project on a long hold. The show itself, the season two, I believe was uh, recorded in 21, end of 21 and uh, beginning of 22 and released just this year in 2023. So a couple weeks ago, I saw a post from Florette on Instagram where that same type of sweet pea, that same variety that they had to be dug up was now thriving and growing and seeds will now soon be available on their online store. At the end of that episode, they said, from failure, from what you think is just hard, is where good things always come from. So, building good soil. Soil is everything. Building a business or growing a flower you love. Awesome. And getting clear about what you do and how you do it. These are all important business lessons we all need to learn. Don't be afraid to ask hard, the hard questions and spend time answering them. This is deep work. It's inner work. It's the work of entrepreneurship. It's the work of growing a business you are proud of and excited to share with the world. If you want to have a lasting positive impact on the lives of the customers you serve, taking the time to thoughtfully answer these questions takes on a whole new meaning and makes a big difference in the growth of your business. These are just a few of the lessons I learned from growing Florette. I highly encourage you to go watch the show, to savor the beauty, to be inspired by their work, and learn a few more business lessons along the way. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found some clarity or an aha moment that inspires you to take some action today. Before you go, could I ask a favor? I would really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds and leave a review of this show in the Apple Podcast app. Your review really does make an impact and helps spread the word about this show and gets it in the hands of other women who are looking to build simple and sustainable businesses of their own. Until next time.